This is the Rundown Pod, your podcast concierge. I'm Roger Clark, with an E, announcer and co-host for this production. And now, a man whose egregious tailpipe emissions offend even Volkswagen executives, Mr. Paul Clifford. Hello everyone and welcome to the Rundown Pod. Today we have a great episode for you. We'll be reviewing two podcasts. Immutable, it's a technology podcast, and 8-Minute Millionaire. You can imagine what that one's about. It's about how to be a millionaire in only 8 minutes a day. If only it were that easy. But it is, says the author of the 8-Minute Millionaire. Before we begin, let's talk about how you can contact me. You can reach me on Twitter, that's at RundownPod, or you can email me, paul at RundownPod.com. You can always leave feedback in the iTunes store. That's nice. Give us a five-star rating. And if you don't give us a five-star rating, that's fine too. Just provide some words. Tell us how to get better. And now, let's just dive right into the first podcast and the first clip. This is Immutable. It's a technology podcast. The clip will explain a little bit about the podcast. This is Immutable. Welcome to episode four of Immutable. I'm Bryn Jackson. I'm Sam Silvis. Mutable is a short Q&A show where we answer audience questions. Five of them, three minutes each. Really short, can't get bored. Yes. You can tweet us questions. We're ImmutableFM on Twitter, or you can email questions at Immutable.fm. You can also join us in our Slack team, spec.fm slash Slack. We have a channel for Immutable, and you can ask questions in there. A lot of them come from there. Yes. And there's channels for the other spec FM shows as well. Like Design Details, Developer T, and it now Does Not Compute is coming up. That'll be cool. Exciting. Thanks to ImageX for sponsoring this episode. ImageX is a spectacular image hosting, image CDN. It's kind of hard to explain. Basically, you give ImageX your images, and then they can transform them however you want with just URL frames. And it's like super easy and amazing for any websites. Wow, that was really cool. Immutable is a short weekly show about design and development hosted by two guys named Sam and Bryn. Each episode has five segments comprised of listener questions, tech industry news, and other related topics. As you can tell... These men have metronomes that that are maybe a little quicker than the rest of us. Hats off to these two guys and their technology. So, but let's listen again to their sponsor because I, I wasn't really sure what uh, what they were talking about. Let's listen to that. Thanks to ImageX for sponsoring this episode. What did he say? Sounded like he said Emmy Sex. Hmm. Let me uh, get on my computer here and browse on over to emmysex.com. In the name of all that is decent in this world. Oh, God. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, Roger, you're absolutely right. We need to we need to get off that website. Okay. All right. Let's, uh, whew. I need to clear my palate. Let's, let's listen to another clip from, uh, from Immutable. Topic two. I am Corey G on Twitter asks, you mentioned that if someone learns prototyping tools, they might as well learn how to make the real app. What about React Native? I think this is a great question. My previous client, built their whole app in React Native and brought me in to build their watch app in Swift because you can't build watch apps in React. What? Just <laughs> shut the whole thing down, Facebook. What the hell? Hmm. Well, these techies, very economic with their language. So I think what I can do here, let me break down that clip really quick. Prototyping tools, these, which he's referring to here, he's prototyping tools. These are programs uh, from the internet that allow you to build a graphic version of like an iPhone app or an Android app. And sometimes they even function on the internet actually like the phone does or how the phone would. 
they're supposed to be so they're like drag and dropper so you can draw it on the screen and show it to a programmer and then the programmer can turn around and make an app for a phone that looks just like what you produced on the screen. That is what they were talking about there. Then the listener who, who asked the question, if you follow it, there was actually a letter written on this program called Slack, which is a, I think it's a group chat site. He's posed this question. He asked, why would you bother learning the prototype when you could just learn the program software yourself? Then he referenced a specific software called React Native. And this is made by Facebook. And it's an online application. I looked at it. Go to React Native and uh, you'll find it. And it allows someone to write a program in a, in a programming language called JavaScript, which is widely used on the internet, to make apps that work on the iPhone and Android and other platforms, except for, apparently, they don't have a module or whatever, or what's called a bridge, I think, in the React Native terminology, to port that program written in JavaScript over to the Apple Watch. The other guy, the other techie said, well, Jesus, you know, if it doesn't go to the Apple Watch, then why even bother Facebook? You should shut the whole thing down. So there you go. It took me three and a half minutes to explain what these guys said in 33 seconds. Depressing? I think so. But let's let's all listen to the third clip from Immutable. And if you're a techie out there, you're probably going to love this uh, podcast. The rest of us, our heads are swimming. But listen to the third one. It's kind of fun. Topic four. David Williams in Slack asks, what do you think is easier to learn, to become a good designer or to become a good developer? And on top of that, would it be better to get a degree in design and learn to code on your own or to get a degree in software development and learn how to design on your own? I'm going to start with the last part of this and say, if you're going to get a degree, it should be in development, I think. I think it should absolutely be computer sciences. I think those are much more valuable than a design degree, hands down. I would have said the opposite. Interesting. You'd say a design degree? I mean, software development is easy to learn, I feel like. Um, yeah, I think design is easy to learn. It's so concrete. <laughs> First, like design, I have like I, as far as like textbook things, I have like no knowledge of any of that because like software development, trial and error, and then like reading Wikipedia can get you like pretty far. I mean, I guess it's the same with design. Hilariously, that's exactly what design is. I don't know like what to research, so I, I've never like. Yeah. I know there's like a reason people do things. I I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, I don't think you need to go to college either. Personally, yeah, I, we both dropped out. You did you even go? I took two classes at Phoenix online introduction to learn online and introduction to writing papers online. The best, like way too much money I've ever spent. So I started college at 15. I dropped out at 17 after teaching three classes on music production. And I was like, mm, if I'm teaching already, you have nothing else to offer me. I'm out. <laughs> Hilarious. Wow. Immodest to say the least. Hey, uh, Doogie Hauser, Neil Patrick Harris called and he said he wants his attitude back. That is immutable, uh, a, a podcast where two fast-talking young gentlemen speak incomprehensibly about web programming. It's very popular with the kids these days, but they are knowledgeable. When you, when you actually break down what they're saying in their super-fast metronome, it all makes sense. And in a twisted and perverse way, there's some logic behind it. And they're both entrepreneurs and making uh, fantastic sums of money from what I can gather. So uh, listen learn, and be deeply amused.
Okay, the second podcast today is 8-Minute Millionaire, and it is just like it sounds. So let's listen to their intro and get pumped up. Welcome to the 8-Minute Millionaire, where you will learn how to think, act like, and become a millionaire. Transforming your life in 8 short minutes a day are your millionaire mentors, Justin and Tara Williams. You know, I listened to that intro, and I think America kind of has a branding issue. Um, How come all smart people and successful people have an English accent? You think lifestyles of the rich and famous, English guy saying that. What is it? Why on earth, why, why do people with British and Australian accents, why have they cornered the market on sounding intelligent and successful? Well, I don't know. I think you can sound smart with an American accent. I know, I don't. I mean, like, think about the guys in Immutable. They sounded really smart. They have an American accent. Maybe they should have said it really fast. Welcome to the 8-Minute Millionaire. In eight minutes, we'll show you how to be a millionaire by selling houses. See, it sounds kind of smart, doesn't it, when you say it fast? Okay, let's listen to the second clip. And this clip is where they're giving a woman a little bit of advice. I won't sell too much. Let's listen to them talk about it. Okay. Hello, 8-Minute Millionaire listeners. We have a special guest today. This is Bridget from Aurora, Illinois. Ah, Bridget! (laughs) Bridget reached out to me via email and kind of told me her story. And I could just tell she was someone that we would love to kind of get to know a little more and share her story with you guys and kind of help her get through something that maybe is keeping her stuck. So Bridget, tell us a little bit about yourself. Back in 2006, I had a back surgery. I had L3, 4, 5, and S1 all fused together. And then I had a bunch of arthritis develop in my back. And for the past three years, probably four years, it's been chronic pain. But last winter was probably the worst. Really, I was depressed, and all I wanted to do was sit down in the basement and watch TV. But I didn't have enough channels, so I expanded my channels. (laughs) I discovered HGTV, so I started watching people flip homes, and I fell in love. I started watching the videos. I started listening to the podcasts. I just got really, really hopeful and excited right away, and I started to implement that stuff using my pain. You know, I did all six things. And my pain got better. My attitude got better. Our plan was to sell the house and move to the desert where it's dry and the arthritis wouldn't be so bad. That's still kind of the plan, but we're broke. Like I haven't been able to really contribute financially for a long time. And so selling the house, we could move and, you know, have a little bit of money, but I also am really excited about starting this new path in real estate investing, you know. Mm-hmm. I can tell. I can see the spark in your eyes when you talk about it. So it looks like you're right on the right <laughs> path. So that's exciting. In this show, they're going to show a woman who has a broken back, no job, who likes to watch shows about flipping houses in the basement, how to become a millionaire in less than eight minutes a day. I don't know what could possibly go wrong. I'm sure the other financial advisors, personal financial advisors, such as Dave Ramsey or Susie Orman, would be completely behind these people's philosophy and uh, would, would say, hey, whatever, whatever you tell this woman to do, you just need the millionaire mindset and it's going to happen for you. 
listen to the podcast and you can listen to their advice and you can maybe learn how to be a millionaire in only eight minutes a day and develop that entrepreneurial spirit that they're espousing. Additionally, the, the husband and the husband and wife duo that comprise the eight minute millionaire is coaching his sister on how to become a millionaire. You can look at their techniques. You can, on their website, they have a quiz. It'll tell you if you have the entrepreneurial spirit to become a millionaire. So you can take that and find out whether you have a 20% chance of being a millionaire or maybe a 60 or maybe a 100. Maybe you're savvy like that. Listen and learn. I have one last clip because I invoked the name of Dave Ramsey. And interestingly, he originally became rich flipping houses. This is a clip from the Market Foolery podcast from the Motley Fool suite of podcasts. And a man named Chris Hill is interviewing Dave Ramsey on his backstory. So listen to this. It's kind of interesting and applicable to the eight-minute millionaire. By your mid-20s, you had a net worth of more than a million dollars. How did you do it? And what happened? Well, stupidity. It was a house of cards. <laughs> I, uh, I I started from nothing, and I started buying and selling real estate. And this was back in the early 80s, you know, before there was people on cable TV telling you how to buy real estate. And I grew up in the real estate business, so I was flipping houses before they even called it that. And um, we we had started from nothing and ended up with about $4 million worth of real estate, a little over $3 million in debt, in translation, a million-dollar net worth. But it was all in real estate, and it was go, 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 buy, 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 leverage to the eyeballs. And, and so it sounds very impressive, but it was pretty stupid the way I did it, truthfully. And you ended up having to declare bankruptcy, didn't you? Yeah, that's the stupid part. You know, we uh, uh, that, That's where we had borrowed so much money, and then the bank got sold to another bank, and some guy in another city freaks out because a kid 26 years old owes them a million and a half, and they call our loans. And we spent the next two and a half years of our life losing everything we own trying to pay our bills. And uh, so we had a you know a meteoric rise and a, and a meteoric crash uh, and learned a lot in that process. The interesting thing about Dave Ramsey is he did become rich flipping houses, and then if it weren't for the crash— he probably would still be rich from it. It's not to negate the eight-minute millionaire's philosophy. Maybe you can get rich doing the things that they are telling you to do. That one particular clip gives you an idea of what they do in the show, and I just wanted you to see it. With that, I'm Paul Clifford for Roger Clark with an E, saying matinee, hasta la vista, Alvider Zane, and see you next time.